Hello, welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. My name is Taylor Jackson. I'm the artist behind Canvas and Kind. I'm a homeschooling mother of four and I paint during nap time. So today we're going to talk about something that's super exciting to me and that is color. For those of you who have seen my work, you know that I paint in very vivid, bright colors, often using fluorescence. And I want to talk to you guys about how you can create your own color palette that gives you a signature color or a signature look and how you find that um, and how you enable that to bring you joy and bring your creative spirit joy. So I can't wait to talk to you guys about that today. So you've started a painting, you're really excited about it, you have this idea in your mind, there's one thing tripping you up and it is the color scheme. Maybe you've already drawn what you're going to start creating, you've already put the lines in, you love your composition, you love the size canvas you're working on, but you can't quite seem to start out with a color scheme. So I'm going to give you some practical tips on what to do when you're stuck And you don't want to just go back to your old standbys, but here are some great little tips that can help you get from stuck to creating art that you love. So first of all, if you don't have a color wheel, I would encourage you to either paint one or just go buy one somewhere. I know they sell them at um, art supply stores, but you could easily just make one really quick by cutting up a circle and dividing it into pie shapes and then painting the primary colors and then the secondary colors and you can make it as detailed as possible you can even go you know mixing the primary secondary colors you can do all of those um you know to create your color wheel but really you only need six colors on your color wheel to really inspire you to build off of that So I know that most of you know about complementary colors, but this is how we're going to start. The basis of a good color scheme is something that is kind of thought out and not just random, but you're actually choosing colors for a certain purpose. So we're going to start out with complementary colors. So we know there's red and green, there's orange and blue, and then there is yellow and purple. You can take these and use them as building blocks of a color scheme. So this is what I do whenever I don't want to think too much and I just pick the complementary colors, but then I just twist them a little bit. So if I want to go with a red and green color scheme, I go just a slight bit off green and go more teal and then I go more pink than red. And then as I'm creating the piece, I think before I start placing my colors, I think, what do I want to stand out more, the pink or the green? And whatever I want to stand out more, I actually paint less of. And that's because the eye is drawn to um, the least amount of color. Say I paint a beautiful floral and I paint a ton of green in there, and then I just have little pops of pink that's where the eye is going to be drawn to, especially if it's like a bright fluorescent pink. You can do the same with yellow and purple. You can just go off just a little bit of purple and go uh, more of the red side of purple or the blue side of purple. So it's a deeper, more vibrant, um, a rich 
purple, purpley violet indigo almost. And then instead of yellow, straight up primary yellow, you can go more ochre. So think of creating sophistication within complementary color schemes. You can do the same for orange and blue. You can say instead of straight up orange, like just a straight mixture of red and yellow, I'm going to go a little bit more yellowy orange. And then on the other side, uh, I'm going to go more um, light blue because complementary colors, they don't have to be a certain kind of saturation. So that's one way that you can create an automatic color scheme just by thinking complements and then changing them just enough so that there is a sophistication to your color palette. Another thing I would say that is really important when you're coming up with a color scheme is variation. So whether you're using tried and true complementary colors, you need to make sure that there is variation within those colors. So if you think about some of the great artists' work, if you think about even Starry Night, which is not completely complementary, it is because there are some oranges and some blues in there, but the blue is not just one color of dark blue. It's lighter blue and grayed blue and indigo blue and really deep rich blues, blues that are almost blacks and blues that are almost gray. And the orange is the same way. There are bright, vibrant oranges and then oranges that lean a little on the yellow side. So think about variation being a huge tool to help you to bring variety, it's in the word variation, and interest to your piece. Another thing that I do to create more continuity um, in my paintings or just to make sure that there's not so much bright that it overwhelms the eye is I add in pops of gray. And the way I create those grays is I take the complementary colors that I'm using in the piece and I mix them together. And that helps with continuity and it creates color schemes that feel like they go together. And the gray is so nice because um, it calms areas down that are too bright. It allows you to draw your eye certain places by blocking certain things out. So that's another great tool in my basket that I use um, for creating continuity, but then also making sure that there's not overwhelm happening in the painting. Now, if you know my work at all and you've seen my work, you know that I use a ton of pink. It's not always hot pink. Sometimes it's very light pink. Um, sometimes it's rich, vibrant pink or it's a deeper pink. But I use pink in almost every single thing that I create. And it's because I love that color and I feel like it's a joyful color and it brings a happy, joyful mood to the painting regardless of the subject matter. And a lot of people say of my work, your work has so much joy. It's so vibrant. It's so whimsical. And part of that is because I use pink in almost everything I create. Now, I'm not saying that you need to pick one color and use it in everything, but this is the common thread that pulls a lot of my work together. 
I don't only paint flowers. I don't only paint landscapes. I don't only paint birds or only paint donuts or only paint portraits. I paint all sorts of things. I paint whatever I feel like painting at the time. And the reason that you can look at my work and tell that it's all done by the same artist is because I have that thread of color and the way I use color. Um, And I just really enjoy, um, I enjoy Uh, bringing people joy and putting joy on canvas so that people can hang that in their home and it can be a literal witness to their life and bring them happiness or make them feel positive about their day whenever they happen to look at it. If you are listening to this podcast, the day it comes out, Thursday, September 15th, have I got something fun in store for you. If you miss signing up for the floral painting subscription and you're bummed to know that it doesn't open again until November, today's your lucky day because there is a flash opening for 24 hours only and it will close, the cart will close tonight at midnight. So if you want to be a part of the floral painting subscription where a new floral painting tutorial drops once a month, I teach you all about color and how I create um, with acrylic paints, how I shape my flowers. It's such a good opportunity. So don't miss it. The cart closes tonight at midnight, September 15th, and it's $30 a month, and it is a great investment into your creativity. So in closing, I hope you guys were able to learn a little bit from this and you feel ready and prepared to start in on that next painting. You feel confident that you can create a beautiful color scheme just by sticking to the basics of complementary colors and using those complementary colors as grays and making a painting that really sings. Thank you for listening to the Get Creative Podcast. If you've enjoyed this show, please leave me a five-star review. Write a kind note letting me know what you enjoyed about it. And don't forget to share the word and let your friends know about this great, new, fun, creative podcast that you've been listening to. And as always, I can't wait to see what you create.